0: Welcome to week 19 of a trucking life of a trucker that's a very, very bad, bad, naughty, naughty, dirty, evil, cutthroat son-of-a-bitch trucker. That's, that's how I feel today. I guess I'll have to... Let you know what it did. It's so bad. I think I'm gonna burn in hell guys. Gonna burn in hell. First of all, wake up, go to Gary to get my load. Guess where it's going? Or did go. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Let's go up to this place again. So I get to the customer. On time? Guess what? It was a first come, first serve kind of operation again. So I was third in line waiting to get unloaded. Now, I previously have been to this customer before, and they usually unload within like 20 minutes. They're really quick. But for some reason, maybe it was because Monday they were a bit hungover. Who knows? It took them an hour and a half per truck. So you you already see that I uh, wasted a lot of time sleeping in the (laughs) berth. Yep. That, that, that was that. Oh Well, it is what it is, right, you know? But while I'm sitting there, I get my pre-plan. I kind of know what's coming up. I'm like, all right, cool. The original pre-plan that I had was to pick up about a few miles away there in Grand Rapids and head right back and relay that sucker in Gary. Okay, well, that's kind of, a, kind of an interesting situation. However, the weight wasn't that bad because it was nice and cool up there in Grand Rapids. We're talking 64 degrees this morning. Beautiful, beautiful. Felt nice to have some cold weather after the recent heat wave that we had. I think it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It was a really rough, rough heat wave there. So that, uh, that really helped. So I was a little little disappointed that my pre-plan got canceled, you know. Terminal's a good place to park. Free showers. But it got canceled. So, of course, after I got done getting unloaded, I got sucked, stuck there waiting another two hours for a new... Pre-plan to be picked up in Muskin, Muskin, Muskegon, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's one of those names I don't even want to try. Don't even want to try. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why one of my notes says dump site. Dumps it. I don't know. I don't know what my note meant. I guess I'm going to have to skip that one. <laughs> because I can't even... It is not even clicking a ring. You Normally, when I write one word, it rings a bell on what happened. Dump. dump, S-T-E. Dumpster. Dumpster. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, dumpster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then when I was trying to get out of this customer, after I got checked out and they were done unloading me, the trash guy came and he put the dumpster right down in front of my truck. Yeah that was really really nice of you city uh worker put the dumpster back down in front of my truck so they had to come out with some forklifts and move it over to where it was supposed to be that was just weirdest thing ever yeah okay that's i guess i gotta learn how to spell dumpster (laughs) but then again i'm looking at going with dumpster what i kind of forgot about that little little detail today but yeah it happened so after getting my uh, pre-plan, I see that it is uh, a live load going up to this, getting picked up in Muskin, I'm like, okay, yeah, got three and a half hours left on the clock. Let's get on over there and get this bad boy so I can make it to, um, yeah, I know, a truck stop on 196 or something like that, can't remember, where US-31 meets up with it down south can't remember the name of this town either what is the name of this town what is the name of this town Holland Holland Michigan is where I'm at yeah Holland Michigan although to make it uh, to this truck stop I may had uh, may or may not have done something seriously wrong something completely evil something that I'm gonna I'm probably gonna burn in hell for i got to ask Jesus for forgiveness tonight. Get on my knees and pray. But yeah, i uh about halfway to getting to Muskegon. I'm, I'm not even going to try. We're just going to call it Musk. see is it, Musk. Musk and Muskegon. Muskegon. I get a message on my computer saying that the, the free plan changed and it updated. He just put in the notes... resending workflow updated well I get to the the shipper to pick up and then I finally get to look at the the workflow get to see what the changes because I can't look at it while I'm driving because it just blocks everything off so I can't get into that screen to see what was going on and turns out the empty I had I was supposed to drop it in Rapid City in Grand Rapids oh no so when I'm checking in there, they're like, oh, you've got an empty on you. Well, you got this preloaded trailer over here. What are you going to do with your empty? This is when I realized, uh-oh. So that's what the update was. Okay. Normally, my uh, previous fleet manager would have uh, sent, a, sent a message through the, the PC saying, hey, got to drop the trailer in Rapid City. Okay, all right, we'll head on over there and get that done. No... He did call me two times while I was driving, but I don't answer my phone when I'm driving. It's just, just my thing. And he says, yeah, well, that's that's why I, I tried to call you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you have a headset? No. And even if I did, I wouldn't want that thing on my head anyways. You know, I'm listening to my podcast when I drive, so that means a uh, phone's in use. You know what I mean? It means the phone's in use. And I'm just dealing with trying to sync up Bluetooth when you're trying to listen to a podcast on your phone. I don't even know how that would work. Plus, I don't want the thing on my head anyways. I don't want the thing on my head. I guess, uh, it's just, it's just a personal rule of mine. Just don't talk when I'm on the thing. But, the sending the PC message would work just fine. That's what my previous fleet manager would do when things were getting interesting. But no, I guess he likes the phone calls. I don't know. Just his thing. He needs to learn to use those messages because... At least the computer will read those messages out to me. And I can hear them. It's the best way to do it. Keep things going. So while I'm sitting there, waiting almost a little bit over another hour, to figure out if I'm dropping the trailer there or not. So, I've spent almost a total of seven hours in sleep or birth today on my 14. Now, I know the the customer doesn't allow overnight parking, so I'm like, I need my answer quick. I need at least a hour and 20 minutes left on this clock to get the hell out of here you know finally um with the hour and 20 minutes left on the clock I get my answer okay go ahead drop the trailer there So I'll go ahead and gotta do that you gotta drop the trailer now I gotta go pick up the new trailer get the paperwork adjust tandems and get the hell out of the shipper and I'm getting out of the shipper with an hour left on the clock I only have 24 miles to drive to get to the truck stop. Only 24 miles. However, coming down US-31 there, it starts off when you leave the city at like it's it's interstate-like, and then all of a sudden it turns into a highway with a lot of lights in it. Yes, 55 miles an hour for most of it. But you got the traffic lights. And I hit every one of them motherfuckers every fucking light was red those little sons of bitches and i'm sitting there going well see the problem is is i did look at it when i was up there to try to find a closer closer truck stop but there was nothing The nearest truck stop is the one i had to get to because when you get up in the upper peninsula of Michigan, it's, it's especially as you head towards the upper. You don't. You want to make sure you have plenty of drive time on your clock, and the customers allow overnight parking because it starts to become very, very, very scarce up in this region. So, being short on time is not a not a good thing when these uh, truck stop, or even a rest stop, or anything is in short demand and short supply. I did try to keep my eye out for anything along the way, but they were just all the small little, um, you know, small little regular gas stations for, for passenger vehicles. No way of getting a truck into them. And No rest areas and no really any safe spot to pull off. So I got about three miles away from the truck stop here it goes i finally get to see what happens when the 14 runs out oh my god this 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 machine this this computer thingy it started going psycho we're talking about bitching at you because you didn't put the toilet seat down kind of bitching holy shit it got annoying i wish there was a way to mute it because you know i'm trying to Trying to safely get to the truck stop. I already know I'm gonna go, you know, going to violation here. So at least let me do it safely and not sit there annoying me and let me concentrate on my fucking driving, right? Right? Does that make sense? That makes a perfect sense to me. So I do. I get to the, the Pilot Flying J safe and sound. By the time I did a post trip, got done with it, 13 minutes over. On the 14. Although I got plenty of sleeper berth, so if it ever ever gets seen at some point, I mean it's not like I was driving in violation. Hell, I had more had more sleep berth than anything else today. Yeah, more than anything else, more than driving, more than on actual on duty time. Yeah, I think on duty time came to like an hour and thirty minutes. But yeah so most day logged sleeper birth and went into violation for it now seriously, they got to do something about the law for when these kind of situations happen, especially when you spend so much time in sleeper birth not doing anything why would that be a violation? I don't know I guess if it ever get audited or if something happens, I guess I'd have to explain this, eh? Well, look at at the rest of the timers for that day. (laughs) I didn't do anything. (laughs) Heck, I drive my personal vehicle more in a day than I (laughs) drive in the truck that day. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So there we go. Uh, New fleet manager. Uh, Some of the uh, kind of like, like I said, he must be new bad planning there Try not to update something like that while in driving sent if you would have sent a, a PC message and I would have seen it on the screen it well, really wasn't that far out of Grand Rapids at the point when when it when he did change it I could, we could have gone back and went only like 10 miles or something like that and dropped it and no time would have been lost I would have made it here no violation but then again even even when I got the, uh, the shipper why did it take an hour to get the answer to just drop it there well, i should have known that was going to be the answer anyways and just dropped it and hooked up the other trailer and got ready to get out of there then i wouldn't have to screw with it later uh so yeah and then on top of it as i'm driving here and then i look at the message you know he sends me a message on the pc says yeah because you wasted so much time to order, make sure to Make sure to get on it tomorrow and get to the uh, get to the customer. Yeah, but I got like 500 miles to drive here. It's gonna milk my time. There's no overnight parking when I deliver. At least when I deliver this one, there's a drop and hook. I already looked. There is a loves nearby. So if I can get there and I still have an hour left on the clock, it'll be plenty of 14. I know that because it's mostly gonna use up my driving tomorrow. Get that drop and hook. Get out of there. Get to the truck stop. I should be all right. To not do a violation. That's what I'm more like. Ugh. That's why I like doing the customers in the middle of my 14 hour. In the middle there somewhere. But then again, I, I didn't expect what happened today. I always say, pre-plan, pre-plan. But th- today's plan just got totally screwed over one after another. And look what it led me to doing. It led me to being a fucking criminal. Fucking time violator. Fuck. I guess it was bound to happen. You know, I always thought it would be like getting stuck in traffic. Not, not this way. I <sighs> guess next time I get a pre-plan something like that happens, I'll be like, no, what, screw it. I don't got the time. I gotta go to, the tr- go to a truck or a safe place to park now. And we'll have to continue this in the morning. Maybe that's what we have. And if I get a call on this, we'll see what happens. I'm probably sure I'm gonna hear about it. But, uh, when I do, I'm gonna give my two cents in. I'm gonna give my two cents in. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. You understand me? You motherfucker clock, fucking you these. Now I can see why the older truckers, because if something like this happened and you were down to like even 10 minutes and you're you need to get to the, the truck stop, I can see why this would be an easy easy one to kind of kind of just fudge and nobody would be the wiser nobody would be the wiser stupid computers and that's all they are just a computer but then again like I said they are more convenient you don't have to deal with the paper log at all so that's the good side there's the cons and a pro to this this whole whole new system whole new system there it is yeah broke my broke my ego Here we are, week 19, and I do something stupid like violate my clock. It was kind of funny because I I wasn't even worried about it. I didn't even let the, as it was happening, I didn't let it affect my driving. I just continued to drive the way I was doing, being safe, not in a hurry, just like it's happening. Just let it happen. Get the truck safely parked. Safely. Yeah, there we go safely and that's what I did even though now because of this violation I might get violated in prison I don't know I don't know I'm so scared so scared oh my god oh my god just thinking about it's making me horny oh my god Have you ever wanted to take your fleet manager and slap him around like a red-headed stepchild? Uh, well that, that, that was that was my day to give you a preview about all the drama that happened today. We're talking hardcore drama up on this Dramadar. yeah so where do I where do I even begin? Where do I even begin? (sighs) Get up this morning. um, Because you know I just. Couldn't really finish out the day I wanted to. Decided I would finally scale this load that I'm on. Because like I said it felt heavy. Get on the scale. She is ass heavy. Got the tandems back as far as I can legal. And I'm almost 34,000 on the trailer. And about. 30 on the drives so I guess there goes my fuel mileage right my fuel mileage is going to suck today that's what I was thinking yay and then during my uh, pre-trip inspection I noticed that one of the marker lights on the top on the right side was not on well at least it wasn't working at that time And then, of course, uh, one of the tires on the trailer looked like they were about ready to gator skin. I'm like, okay, I need to get this down to Gary as soon as possible to get these situations fixed. Because don't need, uh, you know, a DOD pulling me over for, you know, a marker light, right? Especially in the situation I'm in right now. So... Still, still, it still just hurts me. Hurts my feelings. Oh, man. So, I get to Gary, and I go in there, and, of course, the marker light's working perfectly fine. No issue there. I had him just, just kind of check out the trailer, and I said, Yeah, you're all right for a while, and, it's good, yeah, it's good, it's good. It's like, okay, as long as you say it's good... If anything happens, I'm blaming you for it, man. I'm blaming you. So that put my mind at ease. I even before I left there, I took my 30-minute break, had some cereal to get something to eat, and then I checked my uh, marker lights again, and still, still working. So I don't know. Must have just been a morning fluke, or I looked at it at the wrong angle. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe I hallucinated that the marker light was out I'm gonna go with that maybe it's because I didn't have enough coffee yet in the morning and that's the reason why the marker light was out or either that, there's a short in the wire up in the trailer and that's that's, that's my only explanation but it didn't let me bother me because it's like well I'm gonna well I'll get into that Supposed to drop and hook this trailer, and I'll be done with it by the end of the day, by the time of sunrise. Got on my way. All right, let's go ahead. Let's go get Chicago over with. Let's do this. Well, Chicago only like it was pretty good. Just that one part where you go from two ninety four to two ninety. And that's always that's always gonna be a disaster. That's always gonna be a wreck, no matter what time of day you do it at, unless it's like one in the morning and nobody nobody's out there when you're going through it. That's the that's the only way. Not too bad, made good time. However, on this routing, normally I would go from 290 to 90 to 39 and then north, right? Now this time they routed me on US 12 go over to 39 now us-12 is actually not that bad as i thought it was going to be in my head the illinois side yeah it was rough you know because it goes through a lot of towns it basically stays pretty much 35 45 miles an hour there are some spots there where it goes up to 50 55 but for the most part it's going through the suburbs of northern chicago or north what is that? northwest northwest chicago but until you cross into the Wisconsin side, it turned into... Oh, it was really bizarre, too. It turned into, a, like, an interstate, you know, kind of a thing. Something Wisconsin usually does with their highways. I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. Well, getting further down the line, it does eventually go back down to its normal two-lane. But here's something really weird. When it did this, literally, the inter- interstate type just ends. Just ends at a bridge. It's like, okay, what'd they do, run out of money for the project? What happened there? And then sure enough, as I'm going further further north on US-12, I'm noticing that there's another site. So every time we went under a bridge, it's like, this is weird. There's another site over there, but there's just grass over there. But it's flat. You could see where they flattened it, like they were planning on putting um, pavement or something going on there. Maybe they just didn't have the budget or couldn't acquire all the land they needed because it was like that for quite a few miles. And then eventually, of course... It was farmland and town, and eventually that um, that other side of the road couldn't bend there. But I'm just looking at it going, I'm guessing they gave up on it a long time ago because of how much the the grass has been growing there, and there's no current construction like they're going to finish it. Like It's just like they had an idea, they started it, but never finished it because they made the bridges really big and long, and they're just bridges over dirt of where a road would be. It was it was different. I you know it's. I'm guessing that they just couldn't acquire the land or no budget. I'd have to probably look into the, look into the actual history of that. But I thought that was kind of interesting as um, I was driving through there. And as I'm driving through there, this is where the fun begins. All of a sudden, I start seeing my dispatch changing. It's going. It changed four times while I was driving. Four times. I'm not sure what the first three times were, but they changed and I kept of course they kept coming up as updated. there wasn't a really reason. normally with my previous fleet manager, there'd be a reason there like changing ETA or changing destination or adding something to it. so that way I kind of know what's going on. Finally out the fourth one, I kind of kind of noticed that the uh, it updated my route. okay, now I only have to go about forty miles what the hell So, of course I open up my mind what is it called Uh, copilot's the name of the GPS software in the trucks I look at the trip and it's going to deforest so the next time of course I hit a light and it allowed me to kinda look at the workflow I see oh I'm gonna be relaying this sucker over there okay good to know since I'm already on the way so we get to get the deforest. I start to relay this this thing. and it turns out it is a secure load. and one of the things it wanted me to do was hand over the trailer and the bill of lading to the next driver. Well, there's no there's no driver there waiting for the load. Me not knowing what's going on, I'm gonna go ahead and call in and, and see what the hell's going on here, you know. And I also look at a pre plan that I have. Oh, my next pre plan is an appointment at 1300 and it is 1230 where I'm currently at. And then I'm, uh, I'm about uh, an hour or maybe an hour and a half away from the uh, the next customer that needed to be picked up in Janes- Janesville, Wisconsin. Hey, I can say that one. And then it was supposed to be in Gary by 1710. Even with the time on my clock, that's not happening. There's no way I'm getting through Chicago at that time of day and making it to Gary. It is just not possible. Possible if I'm violating the clock. So, call the... Call the fleet manager and let him know, hey, um, what are we going to do about the secure load? He's like, okay, I'll check with the planners and check with safety. We'll see what we need to do, you know, and uh, see if you just leave it there. Because it's, it's in a secured lot, you know, it's not going to hurt anything. And I backed the trailer as a hill in the back of the of the relay yard, and I'm on the hill, hill end of it backed up to that. So I highly doubt anybody's going to want to, yeah, especially, they're not going to know what's in the trailer, right? Uh, or even care especially in the middle of nowhere yeah so I weighed about I actually took my 30 there took my 30 there while you get in a situation with the with the secure load all taken care of okay finally got my answer okay just go ahead leave it there and then head on to the next shipper okay cool cool beans I can live with that, right? And then, of course, explained to him on the phone. I said, yeah, there's no way I'm making it to Gary tonight on this load. Because then they changed it, and then he's like, yeah, you're right. Okay, then we get into the next part. So I get the next pre-plan. Okay, we get it going. Uh, and then he adds to the workflow to go pick up an empty. I figured I'd pick up one there at the drop yard. I know I had to go pick up an empty. What was the name of this town? Uh, it was the town around Deforest. I can't remember what towns are around there, and I don't feel like getting up to look at a map. And you know what? I'm going to do it because it's going to drive me crazy. Then I didn't do it. Oh, and construction in this town was just horrible. It looks like they're trying to turn one of the main roads into a highway. That's what it looks like. So I look at a map. Oh yeah, that's the place, Madison. I how could I not have known that? Madison, Wisconsin Yeah um, Up there Highway, where are they working on? 59 oh, Come on, you stupid phone Oh, US-18 Yeah, it looks like they're trying to make it Almost high, actual highway Highway-like Going through part of the town And that's where I had to get off To go pick up this trailer Which was literally, I'm not kidding you literally sitting on the side of the on the road I couldn't even find it because where they where they sent me there was no trailer there and then I was about to kind of give up and go around the block and as I'm going around the block oh what do I see there on the side of the road one of our trailers perfect okay well I'm routed here I'm taking it no matter what even if it's not the trailer I'm supposed to get I'm grabbing it I'm getting the hell out of here I've got to get to my next shipper man so I do that Uh, I ask for my workflow which is in the computer to get updated to me and I'm sitting there waiting Okay, i got to get going because we don't want to be in the same situation we were in yesterday. (sighs) I get to the shipper. Lucky that shipper, even though I was late, they got me checked in, loaded, and out of there in 20 minutes. They kept me busy. They kept me moving. And during this time, I forgot to update my workflow. Oops. And fleet manager is freaking out, wondering what's going on. the Reason being is because while this was going on, this was another one of those shippers where you got to sit inside on a bench being trapped while you can... Um, what the fuck is going on now? Oh, submit my trip documents. I'll do that later. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I hear the little uh, truck piece the other way. Oh, no, what's going on now? What's going on now? I'm actually starting to think that every time I hear that sound, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God, help me. Please spare me, man. Please spare me. Okay, as I was saying, one of those shippers where they, they have you inside. You can't be in the truck while they're loading. They got me sat down. You're not allowed to use a cell phone, so I'm kind of, like, tied up there for a minute. And, you know, during that time, the fleet manager was going on because I forgot to update my workflow. I'm like, oh, my God. And when I got out of there, I'm like, okay, okay, I I know where I'm going. I have an hour and 40 minutes left on the clock. I'm going to the closest Flying J I can find, which is down here in Exit 1 on I-39. Does this town have a name? Does this town have a name? It probably does. I'm sure people... Oh, South Belt? No, Lot. South Belot. Bloit, Bloit Bloit South Bloit Bloit huh yeah that, that's where it is some town it's a really big flying jay uh, got got weighed now unlike yesterday where the I was ass heavy today I'm I'm steer heavy I'm 33 I'm 500 on the on the uh, steers but only 30 on the trailer now that's where I want to be for fuel mileage. That is much easier to handle, much easier to deal with, just the way I like it. So when I get here, finish everything up, do my uh, post trip. Now that I'm ready to end the day, a little over an hour, which is where I, where I, how I like to end my days. I don't like to end my day. I don't even like to do it if, if it happens accidental where I just got minutes left. I actually like to end them about an hour early. That way it gives me an hour early to start in the morning. See, my plan was by this point to be starting. If if things went to plan yesterday, I'd be ending my day today so I could start at midnight tonight. You see what I mean? And then I'd be going through Chicago tomorrow to get to Gary. Here's where this load's going. I'm relaying Gary. And not have to deal with Chicago traffic. Yay, spankity. But at least I'll get out of here about 3 a.m. Should be enough to get me there, about six or seven. So I should be getting there and past that. Got a pre-plan already. Going from there, and then we're going to Ohio. Back to I think it said Cleveland, Ohio. I have to look at it a little bit more detail right now. I'm just like, I'm just like, I've had a hell of a last couple of days, man. I went inside. This place had a Denny's, and man, do I love my Denny's. I had me the Super skillet with a side of pancakes. Oh. Probably the worst thing to eat, but damn. It tasted so good. Especially the hotcakes. I love hotcakes. I love (sighs) hotcakes. All right. Cool. Did I vent? Did I vent? So stay tuned tomorrow for more adventures. The trucking life of a trucker and his new literally I believe like I said he's got to be new And the way he was acting today trying to he, he couldn't ha- he didn't have answers for any of my questions he had to go find the answer which that's telling me that he's obviously new because an experienced fleet manager would be like okay just get it done do this this is what we're going to do and, you know they would already know all that stuff and rant yeah I'm going to get some beauty sleep because I also want to get the Air on in here again, get flowing. Kind of pre-trip my day for tomorrow a little bit, and see what I'm gonna be dealing with in Ohio. Okay, guys, we will. Ooh, scratching my nuts. Ooh. Date July twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. I swear this hallucination that I had yesterday is following me today. I get up this morning to do my pre trip. And guess what? I checking my blinkers and all of a sudden my right blinker is not working. Nope, not working at all. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh no, what's going on? Gotta get to Gary very close to Gary let's get to Gary with very little right maneuvers yeah and guess what happened when I got to Gary everything's working fine so am I hallucinating these lights not working or is there some other weird something going on like it's either could it be my connection to the trailer my truck But on on the two different trailers, it was different lights. So that's got me questioned, could these lights on the trailer just have shorts? I say, how do you even test for that? Just go hit some bumps? You'd almost need somebody to, I don't know, only ones that could answer that question is somebody following me and can see if the light's coming on or off or blinking or something something weird's going on there. It's kind of weird because when it comes to some of these light issues, it's something you really can't test during a pre-trip. Because if there's a short, you you might not even see it. Then you go somewhere else further down the road, check it again. It's not working. Okay, what the hell? So that's the only hint you got. Unless you can get somebody to stay behind you, get on walk, you know, the C B. Hey, how my lights doing back there, buddy? Oh yeah, they're blinking back here like a son of a bitch, man. They're fluttering like a flounder out of fish out of water. I don't think that's what somebody checking your lights would actually sound like, but that's how they sound like in my mind. <laughs> okay, so now, now I'm sitting at Gary, and getting ready to go pick up my load. It, it was the same place I picked it up last... Uh, I can't remember where that was. Um, Didn't write that one down, did I? I could have written it down. <laughs> Um, yeah, Uh oh, man, I didn't write it down, did I? So now I don't know where I was. Yeah, I didn't write that one down. It was somewhere in Illinois. That's, we'll just say that. just so somewhere in Illinois. And I go to pick up my empty, and there's only one empty left in Gary. However, this empty was the red-headed stepchild that nobody wanted to love. It was clean, though. It was really clean. It's the cleanest trailer I have ever picked up. However, the ABS light was on. There was a hole in the front of the trailer. The side skirts were all hanging and dangling. And when I hooked up the airlines, the emergency airline on the trailer was leaking well, it was more than leaking. It was just shooting air out of it. A leak is just a little bit, right? This thing was gushing air out of it. And the tires were screwed, too, on top of it. I'm like, well, only one here. Let's just see if they can get me in the, the quick bay real quick and, and get her fixed. Well, I bullet it in there, and not only is it need all this stuff fixed, but it also needs some type of routine maintenance work done on it. That was hasn't been done on it, so I'm sitting there waiting to get all this work done. It takes about I don't say about an hour and a half. It wasn't too bad, but just as he was finishing up, got all this work done, put some new tires on that bad boy. Fixed all of her problems. Made her feel loved. Gave her some TLC. You know, patted her on the back and felt her up and got her all excited, ready to go get a load. Prepan cancelled. Really? Oh, man. Yep. Pre-pan. Pre-pan. Pre-plan. There, I got it. Cancelled. They're going to send me on another load. Yeah. This time, instead of going picking it up, I'm just going to relay this thing from from Gary. I know I wrote this one down because I was just looking at it when I was looking for the other one. My notebook is getting a little clusterfucky. Got stuff going on everywhere. Oh, man. Where did it go? I need to be better prepared for this, shouldn't I? Yes, I should be. Where did it go? I'm just looking at you. Well, I picked it up in Gary. Yeah, it was a relay in Gary. And, um... It's going to drive me nuts now because I just... It was one of those things I just was looking at it. Ah, Gary going to New Baltimore, Michigan. Yeah. Never been up that way. Kind of a, kind of I want to say the northeast end of Detroit. Almost near the, near the top of it there. What isn't really, it's, I guess, I guess New Baltimore is a suburb of Detroit, if you want to put it that way. That's the way it is, yeah. Now where my notes going now? Okay. So, somebody that after I did got all that work done on the trailer, went through all that, someone's going to get a nice clean trailer, all fixed, all ready to go, set so some new tires, some lights, just working like a champ. I didn't get to reap the benefits of all that time of sitting there and being able to be the one that gets a load off in her. You know? That was very 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 disappointing. <sighs> so, I had to go drop her, leave her there like a dirty whore in the uh, in the dirty section of the lot. At least I know where to properly dump my trailers when I when I'm done with them. You know, unlike other people I mean, at least they, you know, they might like them a little bit more. Maybe that's why they put them on the asphalt section. And if 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 nobody anybody else who's listening to this doesn't work for rail and goes to the Gary terminal, they want you to dump the trailers on the the dirt kind of gravel section of the lot, and then park your rig on the asphalt. And they even have signs everywhere that says no drop trailers on asphalt. You know how many people listen to that sign? Yeah. Okay, I will admit it. I've had to dump my trailer on the asphalt. That's because there's absolutely no room in the in the gravel. Maybe that's what happens. And then people take the trailers out of the gravel, and then it looks like there's all these idiots around. <laughs> that's probably what happens. So as we can sit there and complain about people who are not dumping on the gravel, is because the gravel was probably full, so they had to put it on the asphalt, and then the. the The ones in the gravel get taken first, and then it looks like, okay, what's this situation all about? Aha! Mystery solved. Do I win a prize? Probably not. Okay, so then I go and pick up my relay. I go check out this trailer. Oh boy. I need to get some, I don't know what they call it, those little rubber things that go on your airlines. You know, on the glad hands there. It was all chewed up, and of course, leaking air. so now I had to go up to the maintenance desk grab a couple of those, I grabbed a couple of them you know and swap those out on the trailer everything's good, golden, we're ready to roll alright that's what we're talking about a real light load so allowing me to get uh, get my fuel mileage up there where it should be I, you know, get my score back up after a few heavy loads, I like that get my average back up there again and on my way on the trip on the way to New Baltimore, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Michigan. I get a call from somebody at from some oh just say somebody, I won't mention any names here, but I get a call from somebody at the office. And I was offered a dedicated run. And they asked if that would be something I'd be interested in. Dedicated run out of Gary. And I said, yeah, definitely. Why not? He says, okay, then next week we're going to try it out. And you let us know how it goes. So for next week, I get to try out this new dedicated load. I don't know what really entails in a dedicated load. If it's kind of like the same loads over and over, I don't know. I don't know what to expect here. So it should be interesting, a little something, a little bit different. I don't know if it'll get boring. I don't know. We're just, I just, why not try it? It's for a week. Let's give it a whirl. Let's give it a test run. Let's see what it's like to run dedicated for a while. Yeah. So that's got me a little excited and uh, it's a new adventure. I just don't know. So start next week. I'm going to be dedicated. Well, at least in trial, anyways we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best. Um, then I get to my customer in New Baltimore, Michigan. It's a simple drop and hook. Very easy to deal with. Although I'm getting low on my clock. So, unfortunately, I have to get this... Uh, get get to a place to rest. However, my next... Uh, my next pickup, What was that? In Wixton? Yeah, Wixton. Wixton? Get myself caught up here. What page am I on here? <laughs> yeah. Was in Wixton, Wixon? Wixon, Michigan. However, it was about 60 miles from where I was. So I didn't want to chance it. You know, already chance my clock already once this this week. Don't need to do it again to make it to the customer because they would allow overnight parking. Well, that's really cool. Uh, but I had to go through um, Detroit's you know city traffic, and I've, I don't know their traffic, and I don't want to find out either with a with a low clock. So unfortunately, I just went north on what was it, 96 or ninety four? I think it was ninety four. One of the 90s that go north out of, out of that area. I want to say it's 94, but don't quote me on that. I get confused. There's too many 90s going in that area. And went to, did a rest, did a rest area, Nighttime uh, sleeping. So there you go. That works for me. So early in the morning, head over to Wixom. And that's going to East St. Louis for a relay. Oh, weird. Oh, East St. Louis, that truck stop. Oh. That's the one where the guy was going around bumming everyone. Oh, I even heard they have lot lizards hanging out over there. Better be careful. Oh, yeah. Don't know what to expect. <laughs> so, that's my day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go uh, get some uh, get some rest here. Call the wife. Well, she's supposed to call me, so I'm gonna have to call her, and we'll have to do that. I'll give the wife a ring, so I'm not in trouble. So that should be good. And we'll catch you tomorrow, and hopefully we have a lot more fun adventures. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh, go have phone sex now. fucking July 25th fucking 2019 The theme of this particular journal entry is called fucking. Yeah. Cuz every 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 note I got in here, I got fucking this, fucking that, fucking horse, fu- no. Yes. Everything on here. So, my first my first uh first one. Oh, I guess I can say the good positive night I did when I woke up this morning, did my pre-trip no, no, no light hallucinations. So that was very good. I was very happy not to be hallucinating lights being out anymore. So, but we'll see how that see how that goes. Left the uh, rest area, headed on over to Wixom. They got me loaded ASAP. I don't know the real... I actually had to wait a little extra longer because I'm like, well, I only have thirty. You know like five minutes and my 30s up and that'll refill my clock so I might as well just finish it off and do some paperwork that i'm a little bit behind on i still gotta submit my paperwork this week i have not done it this week i just been i don't know it's been a goofy week it's been a really goofy week i'm low on miles um believe it or not this is, good. This is my first real run of the week and it's thursday yeah this is a almost a 500 mile run all the rest of them have been canceled or screwed or something went wrong or I'm sitting around it's just yeah I mean this this will at least get me to what 800 miles for the week so far and it's Thursday Thursday oh did I say it was Thursday <laughs> okay so get out of there go away my load and this one of course was one of those ass heavy end loads that ass was so heavy oh man she had junk in her trunk all right. Made me a little excited. Yeah, I had a good time too last night and when I woke up this morning I'm just like fuck it, I need to jerk it, you know. Relieve some of that stress. And trust me, it helped because I probably would have probably would have went crazy on some people today. Today was one of those days where that's why I guess all these notes say fucking 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 and fucking. Yeah. Whatever. So if the first fucking is fucking on-ramp. on, <laughs> on ramp. So I get about, I believe it was just, yeah, it was about, Mich- yeah, it was the Michigan City uh, on-ramp. And it's one of those on-ramps that has a quick turn in, and then it goes directly as an exit. Oh, they're the worst design ever, where the only room a person has to merge is right under the bridge. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You've seen those on-and-off ramps. where The on-and-off ramp are the same, and they give it a little small window. Help. I got people all around me, right? And here comes this little um, black car, and he's flying around the circle. I could see him. I kind of just take my foot off the gas, kind of like what I normally do. And I expected him. I expected him to just go. You know what I mean? Get get where he gets that point on the on ramp and go. No, this motherfucker hits his brakes and tries to go right in front of me while he's braking. Yeah lucky he saw me and then swerved and then went back into the on-ramp and of course I'm slowing down and I gotta and he tries to do it again so now I'm actually forced to jump into the into the next lane with, with people over in it and I'm, I'm trying to squeeze between him and the guy in the lane next to me oh my god it was scarier than hell I just like what were you thinking just stop you know if, if, if you can't get on the on-ramp and something's going on there and it's busy stop chill or go he if he would have went slower on the on-ramp he wouldn't have been in that situation to begin with and i have not only can i cannot i can't really slam on my brakes i have a big truck that's on my you know sniffing up my ass behind me too on top of all this my goodness and guess what happened after he finally did get on the road and passes me the motherfucker flips me off he's the one in the wrong people on the interstate they have the right of way, buddy And there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people, that really believe that the person coming on the on-ramp has the right-of-way over the traffic on the interstate. They do. There's a lot of people that believe that they have the right-of-way. And that was one of those situations. He probably thought no matter what, that he was going to get on there. Didn't matter about his life or people in his car, in his vehicle, you know, his, his passengers didn't matter, you know? It just didn't matter. So, the next fucking... Um, I don't even know what I put in this fucking... Oh! Oh, okay, I get it now. So, I'm on I-80. I just got off of 290... yeah, 294 onto I-80 East. It's eventually going to go to 55 South. Okay, somebody must have lost parts of their car or somebody got hit, but just left everything in the road. So here now I'm dodging at least I had a shoulder to get you know there's some shoulder room to go and get around this debris that was uh, that was in the road. And I did hit um, I think it was a piece of aluminum or some kind of metal with my front steer. I did check it further down the road. everything was okay, but still, it was enough to make me go, oh, and then avoid some more trash in the road. It was like, holy cow. Somebody's got to go around and pick that stuff up unless it just happened. I don't know. Who knows how long it's been sitting there. Probably because it's Illinois and Chicago area. It's probably been sitting there for the last couple of days, for all I know. But, yeah. So, that was like, what's with dodging people and j- trash in the road? Or pieces of cars in the road? Hmm. wonder how those pieces of car end up in the road anyways. Did they cut off a truck? <laughs> okay, the next fucking... Fucking workflow updates. Okay, this new fleet manager drives me crazy. He updates my workflow... Like three or four times during my trip. Have I complained about this already? I might have. But it keeps happening. And, I, and the thing is, when this happens, I'm like... What changed? What's going on? You know, because like I said, I can't see it unless I stop. And I'm I'm still going. I'm trying to make my deadline to get to... East St. Louis because i got to do a trade. I'm doing a trade. I'm relaying this off and picking up a load off of him and then I'm taking that up to Wisconsin. That's about almost a 500-mile run, so that's up to 1,500 for the week, right? We're getting there. We're getting there. But I'll probably have one more load after that to get me home for the weekend, and then we'll see how this dedicated goes next week. Hoping it'll be a little bit better, a little bit more stable, Is that the right word I'm looking for? Stable? Uh, You'll just have to see. You're just going to have to wait for me. Although, probably by the time I publish this, I already know. But you won't. You'll have to still wait. (laughs) That's not working. But yeah, I'm kind of getting tired of this workflow stuff updated. and It's confusing me. It's confusing me. Another fleet manager, you know, just send me a pre-plan. Let me go to town, you know only time I really had to communicate is like, hey, I'm going to be late, or something's coming up, or getting maintenance done. But I can't make it, you know? That's about it. <sighs> so, yeah, there you go with that. And then the last one. Fucking close to St. Louis. Now, according to the GPS, I could have made it there. I was right... My, my clock was the same as the ETA clock. However, you know, I still got a little traffic I could hit. You know, it's a little busy area. Then I have to get off the interstate and get into the truck stop, find parking. So I know I can't push this one. You don't need another clock violation. So I'm at a loves about 30 some odd miles away. Very close. I tried to let my fleet manager know what was going on and seeing if the other guy, if we can switch here at this truck stop. But I haven't heard a word back yet. So I'm guessing that's a no, so I'm guessing in the morning, unless I get a message later on that I'm just going to go and pick this bad boy up, go do the switch there. Yeah, of course I don't really want to be at that truck stop at that hour because I want to be, I got to get up here like at 1.30 in the morning, then I'll be over there and uh, I said it's a creepy truck stop, creepy truck stop. That's my plan. I just don't know. I just I had a lot of had a lot of things today that just made me think, you know. Especially with junk and people on the road. And you know what this stuff always seems to happen when it happens is in the Chicago area. It was nice to get south of Chicago and have a little freedom to drive today. You know, a little less people on the road as you get out of get out of Chicago. Uh, anyways, I'm going to run because balls of sweat are running down my face. Oh my god. I don't care, I'm turning it on. Oh, oh my god. And I'm going to end it here. Because I am sweating balls and I want to cool off. See, if I had that running while I'm recording, it would probably get really annoying real quick. Actually, this is a good way to test that, to see how that sounds, because... I'm getting tired of torturing myself like this every day. You think only what? Let's see. Yeah, this is only ten minutes, and balls of sweat. It's just—it's that quick. Oh, get another fan on here. Let's get some more air. Oh my goodness! I'm sweating. Oh. Oh. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh fuck yeah. Okay. I gotta wash the sweat off my face too. Oh my god, I'm soaking. I was going into my eye. Oh, <laughs> See see to do this journal thing this is why some days I I skip and end up doing like four or five updates at once <clears throat> It's because of this torture When it was cooler it wasn't that bad of a deal I could actually sit up front and keep cool cuz the weather was cooler In a way I'll be kind of glad when it cools down again yeah, I was bitching when it was cold, now I'm bitching when it's hot. But I actually prefer cold because it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down. <laughs> Especially when you're outside. You can wear a jacket outside and keep yourself warmer. A little trickier to keep yourself cooler. Okay, so that's my end rant for today. And we'll see you tomorrow when we go uh, East St. Louis and do a little switcheroony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to go enjoy my blowjob now. Update for July 26, 2019. Oh my god. Where do I even begin? First of all, Somehow, my relay that was going to be in East St. Louis is at 10 a.m. All right, okay, that's not really a big deal because you know I can grab that next load. Now, here's where it gets really, really, really bizarre. I start a little bit early, figured to get over there about an hour early, so I get there about nine, and then I get. Two pre-plans. One of them is to go ahead and deliver the load I'm already on. And then the second one was the original one I had yesterday. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? Call the call the fleet manager. And basically he says, Oh, you're you're relaying the load with yourself. Don't unhook the trailer. Just don't just finish your workflow and start the next one. You're you're relaying with yourself. And then of course your next load is gonna be Going up, to, I think, yeah, I was going up to, uh, going up to D-Pri, Wisconsin, uh, south of Green Bay there. And this one includes the home time, so basically, I'm taking this trailer. Ooh, yeah, get a home time on a Friday night. That's really, really cool. But the question I started to wonder: Will I make it? Yeah, it gets really, really bizarre from here. I go ahead and do this so-called relay with myself then run over to the signee and I drop off the load however there's there's no empty there no empty so I go ahead and send a message that I have no empty I don't know what to do here um, I'm hoping that they'll just say go go bobtail over there go go pick up the other load you know go on not? so They told me just to hide tight until they could figure out a plan to get me to go find an empty. Okay, well, I wait two hours. Yes, here we go with the waiting again. Waiting two hours so they can figure out where I'm gonna get an empty. And then I finally get it. I am to get this empty in White City, Oregon. That's right. Over 2,000 miles to go pick up an empty. Of course, I kind of thought, well, there's definitely something screwy going on here. Because to go all the way to Oregon to pick up an empty, now that's just ridiculous. So of course, I, I call into the driver's line again, and I say, hey, um, sure you want me to go all the way out to Oregon to pick up this empty? And she goes, oh, 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 I think, uh, I think he, uh, screwed something up and put the wrong code into the computer. Oh, okay, so it turns out I was only supposed to go about 50 miles away. Ooh, 50 miles, um. Remember where I, I went to, but it was west of St. Louis. I drive all the way out there, and uh, the customer who's there says, "Oh, by the way, we don't give out our empties." Okay, yeah, all of our empties are currently having loads put into them. I can't, I can't uh, give you an empty. At this point, I decided. To be a little naughty, I knew I had enough time on my clock to get back to East St. Louis, grab this trailer, and head up to Gary with it. And try to make it home by Friday night, which what I wanted to do. You know, I didn't want to sit there and spend 10 hours to go what, and, or play this game of hunting for an empty. So I saw the trailers that they had sitting there. I gave the computer one of those uh, trailer numbers. And it let me continue on with the workflow. Now I know exactly what trailer I'm picking up. I'm like, well I just need to get over to East St. Louis so I can tell the computer that I dropped this so-called trailer here. And we'll just see how much of a clusterfuck this gets into. Because it's already a clusterfuck for me. I didn't really care at the point. It's just like, okay, we need to move forward with the day. Otherwise we're going to be running around Missouri looking for empty trailers. And you know, I was kind of like, I had enough. And now that i thought about it, I could have just, if I would have known it was going to end up this way, I could have done this at the previous customer that I delivered to, just enter the other trailer that was sitting there, enter that number into the system, and just say, hey, that's what I dropped. Oh, I don't know. Something in the computer glitched up. I don't know. I don't know. So I get to about East St. Louis, and there's the message on the PC. What trailer did you take? At this point, I'm just like, I'm just going to ignore this message. I'm going to go grab this trailer and get the hell out of here. Well, I picked up what I believe to be the trailer from hell. Yeah. This trailer's license plate light was loose. It was working, but it was loose. And the weirdest part about it, when driving down the road, this trailer liked to hang off into the you know, the left. So basically, it wasn't following the trailer. It was kind of going off the side. So I had to pay attention on my entire drive up there to make sure that when I'm in my lane, my my trailer's not going into the other lane. I think the trailer was bent or something. It was really damaged. It's an older trailer. It looked like it was in really bad shape. So I'm just like, okay, all right. However, the drive... The drive up there was beautiful. Very low traffic all the way to Gary. Didn't even hit the Gary train. Just the way I like it. Uh, arrived there in Gary about 40 minutes left on the clock so it was enough time to fill up the truck. Uh dropped the trailer because they wanted to put my truck in for another preventive maintenance while I was on my home time. So I checked that in and ended the day with a good old 12 minutes left on the clock. So I'm I'm glad I made the decision I did that I uh, even though it was probably kind of naughty to do it that way but I did do it that way but I had to do what I had to do in that situation otherwise I, I, I've read stories on on the on the group about the hunting for empties and how much of a nightmare that can become it's so there. Yeah, uh, I had just barely enough time to go to the liquor store, to go home. Drink some cold ones. Oh, did I drink some cold ones. I didn't get trashed. I drank about, I say, about a six-pack of beer. Just to kind of calm my nerves from the week, you know, and then, of course, climb to bed. Because it was late, you know, by the time I got in the door at home, it was 11 o'clock at night. My wife's already in bed because she's got to get up for work in the morning. So I couldn't stay up all night, getting drunk and being rowdy. You know, she needed her her beauty sleep for work. Yeah. And then on Saturday, July twenty seventh, trying to recall the day. Yeah, the wife went to work. While she was at work, I did the I went and did the the grocery shopping, and uh, got. A big 24-pack of beer. I was gonna go all out, you know, for Saturday night. It was the night. It was the night, and I wanted a barbecue, so I bought a couple of steaks, some sushi that they sell at this uh, grocery store, some corn, some watermelon, and M&M ice cream. Oh, and then I also bought some firewood because I wanted to have a campfire because. As I've been traveling around, I've been smelling campfires, and it's like, oh, I want a campfire. So I wanted to get the campfire out of my system. Went home, did that. The wife came home from work, and uh, we enjoyed campfire, and then we barbecued our food, enjoyed that. We uh, watched some uh, watched some uh, Charmed on YouTube, and we watched that together outside in our little camping chairs next to the fire. Uh, Watching uh, Charmed episodes on my cell phone, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. It was just kind of nice to—we haven't done that in a while, you know. Sit down and just watch a show together and just chill. Since the weather was nice, although the mosquitoes—oh my god—they ate me up like you wouldn't believe. I am so itchy right now because you know it's the weekend's over now. But now I'm just itching, itching. Oh my god, it just itches everywhere. Oh, so I'm uh, sh- probably should have came up with a better plan because I figured the the campfire smoke would help with the mosquitoes, and I had one of those citronella candles. But I guess with the combination of those two, it did- it-, it couldn't stop these things. These guys were going through my clothes. It wasn't even like exposed skin. They were going through my clothes. They're going through my shirt. They're going through my pants. These little suckers are the worst vampires I've ever seen. they they, they were hungry. And they were taking any means possible to have my blood. Yeah. And then Sunday the 28th, surprisingly, after drinking 24 beers, well, I didn't really drink all of them. There's still five left in the fridge when I woke up in the morning, so I didn't finish off all the beer. But however, because I'd started early, like around noon, and I just kind of paced myself throughout the day and through the evening, so I didn't like slam them all down at once. That uh, the hangover wasn't uh, really a hangover. I was kind of, kind of happy with that. So oh, my wife was at work. Doggy and I uh, played some more. Um, Secret of Mana. Getting pretty far in that game. I'm now up to the boss. That's the wall. That's where I got stuck. I was like oh, I'll do this. I'll do this boss next weekend because I gotta strategize this boss and level up my magic and yeah so that's where I'm at, the wall boss mm-hmm. and if you've ever played that game you probably know exactly where I'm at in the game I think I'm still in the beginning portion of the game I mean I just, yeah I got my magic powers yesterday got um, ice and the gnome so I got ice and earth um, powers for my characters and yeah. And then after that, of course, uh, we had brats for for dinner. And then I headed on over to Gary so I can go take a shower and head out at about midnight. And that's where this story is to be continued. Yep, there's more to it. More than uh, I imagined was going to happen. Although it really isn't too bad. But yeah story of this wonderful trailer continues in next week's episode of Trucking Life of a Trucker. So I hope you all have had a good week. More fun than me. Didn't make crap for miles. I don't know how sad the paycheck's going to be next week. <laughs> do I even want to look? do I even want to know? That's for me to know, actually, for you to find out. But I won't actually tell you the amount of how much you you get it. You know, people just don't go and oh, this is how much money I make. Yeah, check out my big twenty dollar check, motherfucker. Woo! Okay, I'm going to sign off here and end this episode, and we'll see you next week. This has been Anthony from Anthware, and from this time and every time on, folks. Keep on clicking on my butt fuck truck. This is Anthony Signing off.